Welcome to the middle of November. My name is Nathan. I'm joined by Sean. I'm here. And Cloud Atlas is a great movie. Uh, okay. Yeah, you should watch it. It's like three hours long, but it's awesome. Did you read the book? No. Did you read the book? I didn't, but I understand people love the book, and they were cringing at the movie. Oh, maybe, like, maybe by the way it does the makeup stuff and everything, I could see some people having issues with that, but I didn't care, so I don't know. I Basically, no uh, a handful of actors play multiple roles in, like, six different eras, and sometimes they look really weird because they're supposed to play, like, a totally different race or gender, and it kind of all depends on your personal suspension of disbelief abilities for that okay. not to be really funny and weird. But I'm yeah. surprised you weren't interested in the book, uh, considering um, you're kind of head over heels for Idle Thumbs, and they have their book club, and they did that book. I know, they did read that, but I I don't know. I, how long is the book, do you know? Is it a easy little read, or is it no, like I'm pretty a sure it's page huge. tome? That makes sense. It's yeah. like six stories on top of each other. Have you been at all interested in the book club stuff? Uh, just, I haven't read the books they're reading, so no. But they I, announce it, like, because they do it once a month, so are, would you see yourself, you know, when they announce the new one, reading oh, that just, in time? Maybe, I guess. In theory, I could pick up a book. What are they doing now? Oh, I don't know. I don't follow it, really. Um, oh, okay. They only I have know. three episodes so far, from what I recall. Alright, uh, I guess I could join the book club and catch up. After I saw the movie, I was like, man, I wonder if the book's good. And yeah, I, I was well. I was thinking of maybe going along with the book club, and then I remembered. Oh wait, you're already behind on a shit ton of books, so that's not happening. Right for so. school reading, or you're just saying for yourself? Just personal, you know, because I bought like the humble uh, book bundle. Oh yeah, which was like 13 books and stuff, and I already have like a like I'm looking at at least four actual books, like paperbacks that I have, and I'm going through Ready Player One right now. So right, I think I'm gonna reread The Hobbit. Because that movie's coming out, and it's really short. Okay. And I fondly remember that book. So, I don't know. I should probably do more reading in general. But that's not what this podcast is about. It's about video games. So, we're going to start talking about that already. Um, John might join us, but he's recording important videos for his fan base. So, you know, we're, we're second priority. But that's okay. That's okay. Top-down perspective. Top-down perspective. November 14th. Yep. Directly in the middle of uh, the month. Yes. Um, what video games did you get a chance to play this past week, Sean? I played some interesting games. Okay. Um, but first off, actually, you know what? I'm going to leave that one to the end because it'll be a nice transition. Uh, let's talk about Marvel Avengers Battle for Earth. Okay. Uh, coming soon to the Wii U. Coming, Yes, coming soon to the Wii U, I believe December 4th, somewhere cool. around there. Uh, but December right now, 4th. Whoa. Yeah. Alright. No, that's just, that's an important day. But anyway. Okay. Why? Pony Season 1 comes out. Woo! Well, it is a Tuesday, I guess, so. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so Marvel Avengers Battle for Earth is based off that mediocre film from May. Um, is it better? Uh, it's not based off that film. It's based off of Marvel Comics. Oh, weird. So Chris Hemsworth's not in it. Uh, Thor is in it. Oh, okay. Uh, basically, like so this is for the 360 fully connect. Uh, like you need to connect. That's the only thing it's currently out for. Like I said, Wii U later on. Um, but yeah, this isn't based on the uh, the movie. I guess it was. It came out relatively close to the DVD, so maybe that was a bump they were hoping for. I don't know. It seems yeah, odd. Yeah, I guess the Blu-ray came out like what a month ago or something. And it came out somewhere around there. Okay. It's been at least a couple weeks. So. What's it about? Is it the same story? Is it no, sequel? it actually follows, if anyone knows from the comics, or maybe even you. Okay. I, I doubt it. Um, uh, was it Secret War or something like that? Uh, oh, is a, that with like the, oh, like the undercover alien race or whatever? With the Skrulls who start impersonating. Right. Yes. Which so technically, the, the aliens we saw in the movie were the ultimate version of the Skrulls. Okay, they weren't shape-shifting in the movie. Right, because Whereas this yeah, one is ultimate universe. completely about shape-shifting, and that's how they justify you fighting other superheroes. Oh, okay, so you punch Iron Man, but it's not really Iron Man. No, it's a green-skinned Iron Man, or a green-skinned Spider-Man, or a 
darker green-skinned Hulk or a green-skinned Thor, and you can see the pattern. Okay. Is Thanos in it? Thanos is not in it. The characters okay. that are in it are... Um, so it has, like, all the Avengers are there. Uh, it's got Spider-Man. It's got the two main bad guys from the Secret Wars. Um, it's like the Skrull Captain and then the Skrull Queen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you got a few... You, basically, anyone that's in this has been in a movie, except for a couple. Uh, so you have, like, uh, Johnny Storm's there, Iceman's there, I said Spider-Man. Um, How many X-Men do they get in? They have Wolverine, thing? they have Phoenix, and Storm. Okay. Uh, but then some of the ones that haven't been in movies that are kind of a nice pulls, they have Doctor Strange there, as well as Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Is so Ant-Man in it? Ant-Man is not in it. Okay. Um, In terms of how it plays, though, is it basically Ultimate Alliance, or... No, it is a fighting game. Oh, like just, like, side two players, health bars, fighting? Exactly. Um, Weird, okay. You're always in teams of two, so it's always two on two. Okay. Um, Yep. And, um... So tag team kind of stuff? Tag team stuff, yeah. You raise your left arm to switch, uh, switch characters, and the way it's set up is it's not, like, a 2D plane... You basically watching from over like the bat, the, the right shoulder of your character. So like pseudo punch out kind of like what? what yeah, is that? somewhat kind of. Okay. Um, but it, in terms of how it plays, it's more a little more like Soul Calibur, where you're on like a two D plane, but you can still dodge left and right mm-hmm. to like create another a new two D plane somewhat. Okay. If you can, if you played Soul Calibur, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I guess uh, so. Um, and the one thing I will say, so, uh, the Connect registers my movements pretty well. Like, that was quite nice, especially coming off of, like, Just Dance 4, where the menus were terrible. Mm-hmm. The menus are fine in this, and you can control almost every menu with your voice. Oh, okay. So sidestep that awkward motion business altogether. But the motion that they have in there, completely functional. Like, you're punching and kicking, or... Yeah, for the most part, but you're not, you don't know. You don't need to block. Um, okay. You you have three super moves. Every character has three super moves that you can do, and they usually involve like two arm movements. So, mm-hmm. for example, uh, Iron Man has one where if you put both your arms in the air, he'll kind of jump up, and then if you put both your arms immediately down, he'll do like a chest blast. Okay. So kind of like mimicking your motion of like throwing your arms back and doing mm-hmm. chest his chest blast. Um, so here's the problem. They have a set of tiles in the bottom right-hand corner. There will be three of them for your super moves. Yeah. And the game is so easy that all you basically need to do is stare at that corner so that you know what to do, and you'll kind of always win if you're moving fast enough. Like, are there multiple difficulty settings, and this is on There easy, is, or? but you, like, I, the dodge thing, I found myself, like, never really needing to use. Okay. Maybe on, like, maybe the final boss or something, but it basically, like, here's a way you can win the whole game including on, like, the harder difficulties. Wait until they're about to do an attack, dodge out of the way, and then don't stop attacking, because you'll just beat them. <laughs> okay. So you basically only need to care about 10% of the screen at all times, which is kind of depressing, because the look of the game is actually quite nice. Um, they kind of do, like, a cel-shaded, uh, strong contour line, similar to Borderlands, mm-hmm. uh, to make it, you know, comic book-esque. And it, and it has a nice look to it, but it's just, it's so easy, you don't need to focus on the other enemy. You just need to make sure you're constantly moving your arms into a new attack. Are you fighting supervillains, or just kind of henchmen dudes? No, no, you're fighting other heroes, right? Like, you're always fighting a scroll oh, version scroll of... scroll versions of... Yeah, okay. Yeah, all the time. Okay, so just imbalanced difficulty, it's, it's too easy? It's yeah, it's way too easy, and I'm wondering if maybe they needed to make it that easy so that it could track my movements enough. Right. So it's kind of hard like, to see. The, if... Like, is it just kind of really slow reactions from your opponents? Like they're not throwing many attacks at you, or not? Yeah, just not fast dodge. enough, or because they try to set up a whole like rock paper scissors element to how these attacks should work. Right. But you never need to like really memorize. Oh, vertical attacks are good against shield attacks because the game's not hard enough. Okay. So. It almost seems like they kind of pulled back, and I'm, I don't know if this is true, it's just kind of what I was thinking. Maybe they pulled back on 
any like real depth to the combat in order to make sure your attacks are working all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a weird trade-off. That's why I'm kind of really interested in the Wii U version, because it won't have that disconnect from what I'm doing and the camera's picking up. From, that should just probably be a control scheme game, I'm assuming. It has a controller, it doesn't have a camera. Right, right. So I'm interested in like what that'll be exactly. How did you beat the game? Like play through yep. all of it? Um, okay. Campaign takes about three, four hours. Uh, they also have you know the standard arcade ladder for the fighting games, uh, and then they have something similar to, I guess Soul Calibur Two had this. Mortal Kombat had its tower where it starts giving you like hindrances and. Yeah, like the weird challenges and stuff. It has challenges as well, which are kind of cool. Like, you can't use any special attacks, which is actually... That actually makes it quite harder. Okay. Those hindrances. Uh, so there is a one mode that can be harder, but in terms of the campaign, yeah, I just kind of went through that, not watching the TV, just watching the corner. Um, but one kind of cool thing is if you do enough attacks or get hit enough, you get an alt, your ultra bar will go up, mm-hmm. and if you jump, you get to do your ultra move, and to get a... Like, a damage bonus, you need to shout something that would, like, the hero would, I guess, theoretically shout during his attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Hulk is, like, Hulk smash. Um, Thor's for Isengard or something. For Asgard, he shouts. Right, because Asgard's the actual thing. Sorry, Asgard's from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, Whatever. Fantasy stuff. And then some of them, they'll just be, like, shouting the name of the attack if they don't have a catchphrase. Okay. Um... But that's, you know, maybe something that you would easily see, right? You know, in Street Fighter, he shouts Hadouken all the time, so. Okay. That was kind of a nice pickup, and it, you know, picks up the voice just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just too easy, and and so I tried to play online, could never get a match. I don't know if that's because no one's playing or there's an issue with the servers, but I tried waiting for someone to join my game. I tried ranked matches, quick matches, could never get connected to someone. So could is this never like a even... full price thing you're reviewing, or yeah? Oh, okay. So fifty bucks, sixty bucks. I'm assuming it's around fifty. I think most Connect games are around fifty. Okay. So but, um, yeah, I, I don't recommend it. But yes, okay. So stay tuned. To maybe maybe for fans. kids because, like I said, it picks them up quickly, and kids would probably just be flailing around. Okay. Uh, but if you're looking for some deep fighting, this no. game is not it. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, but the rest of my week got a heavy, high, positive upswing because of Professor Layton and the Miracle Mask. Uh, the fifth, uh, game in the Professor Layton series. Mm-hmm. First guess, 3D one? First 3DS one, yeah. So you, you got that 3D cranked all the way up? How does it look? I got that 3D cranked all the way down. Oh, okay. Why? I, it's just too much, like, splitting ghosting images, and it was like, I, I don't want to see that. I, I'll i just flatten you guys. But, like, the kind of animated look of the characters, does it kind of contrast nicely with the background and look kind of pop-up cool? Or they, no? they have their models now. They're not hand-drawn. Oh, weird. Okay. So you get polygonal Layton and everyone else, which I'm not a huge fan of. I understand why you would want that, because you want to really be pushing, hey, look, 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like... I, I always really liked Layton being like a hand-drawn thing because it was almost like you know a book kind of. Yeah. And but and I could see why you know that I, I, we already have four of those, so I'm not like oh man. It's kind of good that they're I like it's good that they're innovating and, and trying to move forward. I'm just not huge into it, and um, I just don't like the 3D. I do turn the 3D on during the full motion cutscenes. Okay. Because they go back to that hand-drawn look, and that stuff works fine, you know. And because they're all flat, you kind of get almost like a diorama-style layers in front of each other, mm-hmm. which kind of adds to the effect of, like, this is almost like a pop-up book now, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I turn it on for that. Uh, theoretically, it would work fine for the uh, puzzles, because there's not a ton of movement, but the issue with that, when you have the 3D on, is because you're staring at the thing for so long you kind of just start getting, like, annoyed with it. Hmm. Because you're sitting there focusing on, okay, if this needs to go here, if this needs to go there, then it's just like, this would kind of just be easier if it was flat and I wasn't fighting with trying to figure out depth and stuff. Okay. Well, like, in, how does it play compared to the other ones? Pretty much the same deal, or...? Pretty much the same. There's a couple new additions. I'm only about nine hours in, so I want to say halfway. Um, okay. Story's still great. Uh, you get some latent past when he's, like, 17. Ooh. Which is cool, yeah. 
Um, kind of jumps Actually, back and pretty. forth. Yeah. Um, but two additions that the other ones didn't have is there was like a horse chasing mini game, basically. Um, which I didn't like at all. Um, in it's this only one been in, or in previous ones? In this one. Oh, okay. I didn't like it at all. It was only there once, though, so I don't know if they'll do it again later on. I hope not. It wasn't great. Like, are and they then, trying for more action segments or something? Maybe, but there's only been one, so I'm just kind of confused. And okay. I'm worried, like, maybe they'll throw an action segment near the finale, which I really hope not, because that'll yeah. just kind of dampen that. Instead of a cool cutscene of a Ferris wheel rolling around or something. Well, that wasn't the finale in the, in the first one. That was, like, mid-game, but right. usually the like finales that, involve but... some kind of sword fight. Oh, okay. Um, and then the other thing that they did is, if, if you played Hotel Dusk, which I know you did, but for those listening, mm-hmm. um, at the end of the night, it was kind of like a wrap-up, and you needed to kind of answer, like, kind of continue what his thoughts were correctly. And okay. it would give you, like, three choices. So he would try and remember, wait, who was it again that, you know had the watch, and then you would select it to kind of continue it on. Oh, weird. They've done, they did that. They, it doesn't, they've only done it once so far. Uh-huh. Um, but it's Static kind of... Premonition does that. It's like... It does? What was it we saw yesterday, Zach? Oh, yeah, that was it. Okay, yeah, stuff like that. Because yeah, there's a, por- yeah. a couple of ports about a third of the way through where he, Leighton's investigating with some police officers and they're trying they're saying hey this is the thing that happened mm-hmm. and then based on what you learned he's like well you know what i bet it was actually this so kind of more narrative style uh, like puzzles. reiterating plot points just to keep them fresh or yeah and put well this one specifically actually shines light on new things cuz like oh, okay. you know what i bet it was actually because like he was asking specific questions and it's like you know what i think that is a key clue but kind of more narrative based puzzles and they did that a couple times in that one section i don't know if that'll come back but we'll see Mm-hmm. That's ba- mainly the only differences. Um, apart from that, the way you navigate the screen is a little different. Instead of tapping everywhere, the screen is now on the top because they want to utilize the 3D. Yeah. So the bottom is now just a, tr- a tracker for where the stylus is, and on top there'll be a magnifying glass of where you should be looking. Mm-hmm. Which is which isn't really great. Um, I find myself putting the stylus down to to drag around, and it's selecting things, and it's like, no, I just wanted to put it down lightly to move around. Uh, it just seems like they were really like, hey, we need to do 3DS, 3DS, 3D for the 3DS, and it's like, well, you're, I don't think you're doing it in the best ways you could. Hmm. Um, Have they announced this is like the last one for a while or something? Nope, or? there's one more, oh, okay. and that's the final one. Uh, Japan's getting it next year. Uh, Japan should be getting it early next year, I believe, mm-hmm. or this year, and that's Professor Layton in the Civilization A. Okay. And that'll finish up this prequel trilogy. And I kind of lost that... track of the the Phoenix Wright crossover game. Did that come out anywhere yet, or no? I think that's really close for Japan, or it already did come out in Japan. Okay. But that's definitely a thing. And then, as usual, I'm pretty sure we'll get uh, the sixth one next year around the same time. Okay. And they said that's the end of, like, you know, Professor Layton stuff, and then people are wondering, are they going to do, like, spin-off kind of stuff? Okay. The Adventures of Luke. Maybe. Maybe. Because yeah. at the end of uh, the third game, you do, you say goodbye to Luke. Okay, so he's so. off doing his own thing now? Yeah, I think he goes back home or something like that. So Okay. Cool. But generally, you're pretty happy with it? Or? Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Um, I wish there wasn't a huge focus on 3D, because even a lot of the puzzles, it's you manipulating things on the bottom, but it's just showing you what you're manipulating on top, so that mm-hmm. something is in 3D. Um, so, But, you know what, yeah, you're still getting your puzzles, you're still getting your great story, and your great voice acting. Music's still fantastic. The minigames are still pretty great. Uh, so, yeah, I'm having fun with it. Uh, I met a mopey uh, circus tiger, and he was upset because he had a puzzle he couldn't figure out. <laughs> so I helped All him right. out. Just mopey circus animals is something you can quite enjoy, so it's nice to see they incorporated that. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and then just today, while we were waiting to record, yeah, uh, I had time to play Frog Fractions. Yeah. I don't like that game at all. You don't like it? No. Why? I don't know if I was doing it wrong. Okay, I'm trying to figure out how to talk about this, or what even what is a spoiler. I think a lot of it's a spoiler, because most of that game, 
the things I enjoyed about it was the surprise as to how much is actually going on. But okay, see, yeah, so I'm you, not sure. I think did you're you, picking up on something that I'm not, or I wasn't doing, or I missed something. Did you but play I, through it? I don't know. Okay. I don't know what I did. Okay. I'm so I don't know what we can talk about if ever if you consider everything a spoiler. Well, all right. Like I'm trying to think how to vaguely talk about. Like okay, like that game layers a bunch of different mechanics onto what initially appears to be a simple, like childlike edutainment game. So unless you've seen a lot of nutty stuff, you haven't played that game properly. I guess not. I was I I only ever played Wave One. Okay, you, How have do you move not, on? You have not played Frog Fractures. How do you get to Wave Two? Okay, um, see, this is where this game actually does some pretty clever, funny stuff, which I thought was really funny. That game, initially, okay, I, I looked it up to try to kind of uh, have a point of comparison to what the gameplay initially looks like. Well, it's like that remember? Picto Chat, or no, not Picto Chat, that, that art DSI style game. game. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is called Birds and Beans. Yeah, it's that, it's that game. It looks like that game initially, but it turns out there's actually, like, five different games, like, gameplay mechanics that are very, very different that happen if you're paying attention. Okay, here's so, what happened for me. Here's what yeah. happened for me, and you tell me where I went wrong. Yeah. So, I'm playing that game, every now and then the typing one comes up. Yeah. And then I'm unlocking a new, basically a new upgrade every time. Right. Until yeah. I get to this one that kind of looks like a an explosion. Yeah. That I need 25,000 fruit for. Right. That's never ever going to happen. It is so it, go- it starts going back and forth for like an hour, oh. taking away the uh, <laughs> the mechanical like the lock on, and then yeah. giving it back to me as he tells me this story about waffles. And then once I play that exact thing about <laughs> twenty times, yeah. it just starts repeating the last two, and then I get frustrated and turn it off forever. Okay, see. That's too bad because, like, I actually like it's all about the sense of discovery that I found really inv- like exciting about that game. Um, I guess it just it didn't cl- didn't clue in. You unlocked all the stuff, right? You had the dragon. I got the well. I know. I, I, as far as the upgrade thing go, I only got half of it. Oh, but I did okay. get a dragon. Do you have the turtle though? I had the turtle. Then I got the dragon. Okay. And, then, and I unlocked everything. So and like you know the first you can move two around, lines, right? but the last one on the second line is that explosion thing. Right. And then it just starts expanding out the give me lock on, take away. Give me lock on, take away. For like, I don't know, ten other columns of right. the same thing. Right, right, right. Um, which is just kind of supposed to be a silly joke about power-ups or whatever, which I found pretty funny. Um, but okay, once you have the turtle or the dragon, you can WASD around. Yeah. You need to explore a bit. Wait, go outside the screen? You, yeah, basically. But how come it isn't telling me that? It is subtly through mechanics that are happening. Like, if you notice the apples are falling into the pool. Well, they're they're dragon fruit. Yeah, or or durians or whatever. That's supposed to be a clue, basically. No, it's not. Yeah. That is not a clue. I am telling you that doesn't doesn't hint to anything. They fall into the pool, then new ones appear. No, they fall into the pool, though. Where, Where are those apples going? They're gone. That's how video games work. No, see, this is why this game's genius, because it doesn't... Because it doesn't tell you how to play it? No, because it expects you to be intuitive and to figure out what's going on. So, yeah, I found it really But it doesn't even hint that there's something else there. Yeah, but you can find it out by using the mechanics it gives you. But it it doesn't even hint that there's anything else to it. I'm just saying that's bad... It's, it's bad it's design. genius design. No, it's not. You're it's, wrong. It's designed for geniuses. Maybe. You're, I'm t- I, am, I am making a stand. You are incorrect. No, but okay. Like, I guess, you know, it's hard to kind of, like, really get into where it goes and stuff and why it's funny, but it basically reminded me of Hitchhiker's Guide in terms of the writing and the silly stuff they get into. Like, that's a vague thing I'll say in positive towards it, but I also really like that it, it it's a kid's game. It's supposed to be easy to figure out, and you just didn't give it enough credit to what it would do. So, I don't know. I I read everything. I played I that like game it. until it started repeating. 
See, I personally don't like it when games, like, explicitly pop up in text and say exactly what you're supposed to do to proceed. So that's why I thought this game was really clever. I'm not it saying it needs that. to explicitly say it, but it needs to have some indication that there's something going on. Otherwise, I'm not going to go into a different area. It does in two ways. They have an absurd number of fruit that you couldn't possibly collect normally, and B, the apples keep falling into the pool. Okay, apples falling into the pool is not a hint. I don't see how that's, you can think how of that, is that as a hint. How is that not a hint? That's an environmental clue right there. No, because like, in every other game, when stuff falls into, like, a water or into the bottom of the screen, it's just gone. And in the fact that Well, that means other games have been doing a shitty job so far. You're wrong, because the fact that it's respawning says to the player, well, those ones are gone now, here's the new one, you can just keep trying to collect these ones that are here. Alright, well, maybe in a way similar to, like, me and Paul just had a conversation with some dudes that made a game called Default Dan, uh, which is a platformer that kind of is supposed to subvert platformer conventions in favor of kind of just making you have to relearn stuff. Like, yeah, it's like most games would do that, but that doesn't make sense logically. No, it does make sense logically. In real life, if you throw something into a pool, it's still in there. You see what I'm saying? Just because game logic has traditionally subverted that. Yeah. I don't know. It made sense and really worked out for me really quickly, but I don't know. It's like an hour game if you play it like, if you follow the breadcrumbs all the way through. I played it for, well, to be fair, my computer was also really slow, so it was, uh, it took a lot longer than it should have. Oh, weird. Okay. Like, when a lot of attacks are being shot at me, and there's a lot of bugs, mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it would just slow down a ton. But yeah, in about an hour and a half, I just filled up that screen of with upgrades, <laughs> which That's are too bad. the That's same really... thing. Yeah, I, I guess... I just didn't have that happen to me, so I had a really, really great time. But yeah, um, I guess if you, I will the... say I'm not going back to it to find out this other hidden thing. You should. It's amazing. No. It it's amazing what it does. Curiosity. No, I'm good. All right, you you failed the game. The game didn't fail you. No, I think the Gale game failed me. All right. We'll just keep I, playing it over I, here. I put an hour and a half into this thing. I really tried to see what there was. I was like, all right, I'll fill the entire left side after I just did the right. Maybe something's going to happen, and then it doesn't. What, what were you clicking on? I don't understand filling the left side. Like, you so, should have realized so there was a brick wall. So, when you wall. get the upgrade screen, there's like 16 things you can get, right? Yeah. Once you fill the fir- Once you get the first, like, seven, and you can't get that next one... Yeah, the warp A new drive. one appears beside the initial 16. And it all it is is uninstall, Yes, lock so on. you get that one, then you keep playing the game. And then when it pops up, a second new one appears. Why would you assume that was the thing to do? Because that's all there was to the game! But that's just a joke. Like, it, I did that too once, but then I realized, oh no, wait, that's actually pretty sweet. And the text in the description said that. It's like... Actually, that was a pretty great upgrade. I'm going to keep that. Like, it's just a joke. I don't I don't know why just, you did that. But it just keeps going. Every time there's a new one, so I figured maybe this is all there is to it. And so once it fills up the whole, all the way to the right side, it starts doing it from the left side of the initial 16 all the way to that side. But, like, why didn't you use your turtle or dragon? I had, I, lo- I moved left and right to pick up stuff as it was dropping, and I didn't get a ton of them because they were hard to get and I kept getting hit. See, this is where I feel like like, your argument kind of just falls apart, because, like, it did explicitly say in text, you can move with W-A-S-D. It didn't just say A and D. It said you can move, and you didn't. I I guess it did, yeah, I will say, it did say you could, it had W and S, so up and down. Yeah. And I just didn't do that because the, the water, you know, made me think I couldn't move further. Which, alright, you're a frog, you can go underwater, but whatever. Alright, Frog Factions is great. I really like it. If Decide for yourself, though. It's available for free on the internet. Twin Beard. So, if you hate it, that's, you know, that's your prerogative. But just remember, you can move up and down. That, that'll help you. Pro tips. And I they can't really need, talk about they where... They need to it, say that more. Alright, I, I think they did it perfectly, but it's... That, that's, that's you know, difference of opinion. Um, I can't... I don't want to talk about where the game goes, because, again, it's all about the sense of discovery but there's, like, five different, crazily different mechanics that happen in that game, and it's up to you to find them. And, yeah, it's 
It probably wouldn't be great for me to play it anyway, since it was going so slow for me. Maybe, in terms of, yeah, like, mine just, there was the initial load or whatever, but then after that it was it was plain sailing, so, yeah. I guess if you're... So maybe if I get another computer, but I, no, I'm just so pissed off at that game. Okay, that's too bad. But, um, alright, that, that's Rock Fractions. Can we just move on to the rest of the stuff I played, or... Yeah, no, that was my transition to go to you, because I know you played it. Yeah, that, that was the most recent thing I played. Um, I also played more of Grinding the Game, a.k.a. My Little Pony. I'm level 18 now. How is this any different than the Simpsons one? It's very similar, but there's minigames in it. So, yeah. Like, good? Uh, there's only three that I've found, and they're very simple, but I don't know. They so... get real repetitive. So, no, not really. But again, okay. it's just a license I enjoy. So wouldn't that make it worse than the Simpsons one if it has this annoyance factor? Ah, uh, I don't know. Because it's kind of each tied to characters you like from the show, not really. Like, it would be like if in the but Simpsons like, okay, one... But like, okay, from like a game standpoint. Hmm. I would just assume if this Actually, one has... Compared a, to the Simpsons like a... one, I'm going to say no, because it, it's at least something to do. The Simpsons one gives you pretty much nothing to do, except there was that Halloween one that gave you an activity. But other than that, you're literally just pretty much tapping things every couple hours and getting... But isn't money. that what you're doing for the pony thing, except now you have in between those hours a, 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 a point to the game that you don't like? Well, it's not awful. It's just not great. So I don't okay. know, I don't know if it's better or worse because of that. Like uh, just in general, like these free to play grinding games, I, I I don't know. I don't I don't think they should. I hope these don't exist in like five years. This is a temporary thing with mobile games. People kind of figure. Well, they keep it out. making them, so they're clearly making money. I guess. And yeah, I guess, what can you spend money on in the pony one? Uh, it's the same as pretty much any of them. Like, there's different currencies. So there's there's okay, money, sure. there's gems, and there's elements. And it's buying those, and those allow you to unlock kind of more buildings, more area, or more ponies, and then they move to your town. And yeah, that's that's just pretty much how it works. I, Ideally, you're supposed to also be able to earn hearts through the social networking aspect of the game, like like a Farmville type thing. But Gameloft Live, which is the thing they're using, like it's their own system or whatever, it's just really buggy. So I have 50 friends within Gameloft Live, but the actual game only recognizes like four of them. So Weird. it's kind of janky and broken right now, which is too bad. Pretty, like I guess the forums on Gameloft have been full of people being upset about that, but yeah, like, there's a lot of people playing it, which kind of makes it kind of a funny thing, it's like a community game or whatever, but, yeah. well, I'm, well, this is like the only video game for this show, right? Pretty much, yeah, like, there was that so I'm assuming that's why there's I lots of people about. playing it, because they don't really have anything else. Yeah, like, I don't know if those fan games have come out yet, like the fighting one, or the pony cart, or the other, like, there's a bunch of bad Flash platformers and stuff. But yeah, this is the only officially recognized one. So, yeah, we're putting up with it for now, I guess. But could be a lot better. Um, I also played a little bit of Super Mario Galaxy this week, just to kind of beat that game. I I like I fought Bowser or whatever. Like I I went back to it and realized I had 80 stars. So there's 40 left. I got two more, and I was kind of just I was kind of hoping John would be back so I could ask him like, what's with or have you played a lot? Do you remember? Stuff about it. Uh, no, when I play Mario games, I beat the like the story, and then I don't touch it ever again. So I'm probably not the one to ask. All right, like it's just most of the stars I have remaining are these weird kind of like comet stars on the map, and I just don't know what those are. Like, oh, those those are like it makes it's like a time trial kind of thing. How do I activate it though? Like, I think when you select the level, you have to select the comet or something. Oh, like, like it, will it like be on the the, the planet screen? itself should have a an actual comet near it. Oh, so it's like a speed run level. That might be fun because like I was basically just looking for stuff to do, and I went through all the levels on all the menus to see like main stars I missed. And yeah, I think no, I got from all what I those. understand, and I don't know if this changes maybe when you beat it or something to like help you finish up faster. Yeah, but randomly planets will get comets like entering their atmosphere. Oh, okay. And then you go back to that level, select it, and you can select, like, because you know how you can select different stars to do different sections of the level? Yeah, yeah. There'll be a comet one, you'll select that, and then it's like a speed run while there's, like, 
meteors falling on the ground. Okay, like like I just yeah, all I really want is an excuse to play more of that game because I, I well, kind of like Super it. Mario Galaxy two. Right, but actually, that was the that was the thing that made me go back to the first one was hearing a discussion on Idle Thumbs about the aesthetic of the first one being better because it's more space inclined, whereas the second one kind of went for this weird kind of hybrid thing where it's more on earthly terrestrial kind of backgrounds and stuff, which they felt kind of didn't okay. take advantage well, of space. The second one was just kind of like the lost levels. Yeah. And they did less story stuff, which, like, I, I I went back to the first one and read through some of those storybook stuff, like Rosalina's book yeah. and stuff. And that stuff's kind of cool. Like, I forgot about that stuff. It's yeah, nice... no, for sure. You shouldn't really look at this. The second one is, like, almost just, like... Challenge mode or something. Yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. And I didn't I didn't hate it. I just didn't have as much affection for some of that stuff. So I, And I just want an excuse to play the Wii one more time before its brother comes out. I don't know. Sure. But I can play those on that, right? So whatever. Uh, yeah, I believe yeah, it's backwards compatible. So, but yeah, just just messed around with that for a little bit, and then I did get into the game. Or yeah, I'm gonna call it a game. The thing you talked about, uh, curiosity. What's inside the cube? I don't know if I'd call it a game, but okay. It's you get coins and stuff. There's an objective. It's a game. Okay, sure. How much of it did you play? Like. Coins wise, maybe is the only way to really tell. I think the highest I ever got was like six thousand. Okay, I'm at like twenty five thousand, I think, right now. Yeah, um, I I have better things to do. I don't. Well, like I was listening to a weird podcast while I was playing it, uh, which I'll talk about a bit later. Um, it, it's it's a good background activity for stuff like that, and I'm kind of impressed by how fast it's going. Like. Uh, last time I played it was a few days ago, and like I went back today, and it was like, oh wow, this is not only a new layer, but this layer is almost done. So this is this is pretty crazy. Last I saw was layer six. Okay, I loaded it up this morning just to see where people's at. One thing I'm not a huge fan of is how slow it like updates. Mm-hmm. So I'll be sitting there like tapping away, and then my screen will just clear because someone else cleared it like you know a few seconds earlier. Yeah, that's and the definitely server been happening. Just didn't update. What's weird with that is, like, I still get bonus coins for some of those. So, like, an area will clear that I was working on, but it'll give me credit for clearing it, too. So I'll get, like, a 600 coin bonus or something. So, I don't know. No, that is weird. I guess maybe it's kind of a little pat on the head for, like, you didn't actually contribute just now, but here's some coins. So, yeah, you maybe. Know, hey. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. It, it's a neat thing. Uh, 22 cans, I guess. They have more experiments on the way. And... I like I like the you know kind of just poking at everyone's tendency for being curious and just being like what's in it I I want to be the guy I want to be that guy yeah my tendency is done basically you don't want to be I, the dude no I'm so I don't care anymore but, but, but the I kind of cared the first day yeah and then I'm exponentially caring less and playing it less okay like to the point where I will turn it on see what color the cube is and be like all right I'm done okay um. Yeah, the most I played it was last night, which I like it. I think I think it's cool. But whatever, we can we can move on. I don't to the... dislike it. I just don't care. Fair enough. It's it's hard to care about. It's just a giant cube, and you tap on things. And like people making the bubble wrap comparison, exactly, hundred yeah. percent. That is exactly what you're doing. But at least it's a giant piece of bubble wrap that we're all working on. So community, it's cool. There you go. And like a million plus people are working on it now, or something. Or... Yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I haven't been following it. I think I heard a million. Cool. But okay, we can move move on to the news. Um, PlayStation Plus comes to Vita next week. Are you are you signed up for that or? Actually, because of what they're showing off, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to sign up next week. Oh, okay. Um, version 2.0. What what are the what are the things they're offering? Oh, are these like free downloads you're saying as part of Those Plus are free membership? downloads. That is what they're offering. Oh, I don't wow. have the thing loaded up at the moment, so you should read it. Okay, so I guess the, the games you're getting on Vita if you're a Plus member, which I am actually, which I guess if I got a Vita, I could get some hot, awesome stuff. Uh, Uncharted Golden Abyss. Uh, yeah. Wipeout 2048, the last game yep. from that studio, so, you know, feel bad about that. Uh, Gravity Rush, Jet Set Radio HD, uh, Tales from Space, Mutant Blobs Attack! And Final Fantasy Tactics, The War of the Lions, which is a PSP port. So, I don't know. Like, Uncharted especially, that's like a big That's thing. a big one. Gravity Rush is probably the best game on the Vita, a lot of people would say. Okay. And so I have heard good things about Mutant Blobs Attack. Okay. 
and you know get so you're some, some racing some good some big hitters yeah so that's some nice incentive and that that carries between the two platforms right 50 bucks gets you both yeah one time uh fee yeah so that membership continues to be a pretty cool thing um going on to kind of weird news i'm i'm not going to i don't know if i'd say sad but it's it's kind of strange um silicon knights uh, who developed uh, Eternal Darkness, uh, Metal Gear Solid, Twin Snakes, Legacy of Kain, which I never played, so I can't really speak to that, but I guess it's kind of Zelda-esque or something. Um, they, five years ago, oh, I guess, yeah, and Two Human, obviously, which was their last kind of, well, not last, because X-Men. Anyway, point is, after like around Two Human, they decided to file a lawsuit against Epic Games, because they felt they weren't supported properly while developing that game, and, like, they weren't... Like, the Epic didn't live up to the terms of its own license, so they were going to kind of take them to task for that. Kind of backfired on them real, real bad. They got countersued, and they just got ordered to destroy all the copies of Two Human and X-Men Destiny that exist by December 12th. So I guess that's, like, a recall... And Wait, did they still have access to, or... Because there's no way they can get my copy of Two Human. Uh, no, it says all materials containing the code, including unsold copies of the game, have to be recalled and destroyed at Silicon Knights' okay, expense. So, so that yeah, means, like, sending... So they don't include sold copies. Right, yeah. So this this is more like sending a letter to EB Games and be like, hey, that crate of Two Human that didn't sell ever, yeah, send that back. Weird. Yeah, and I guess X-Men Destiny 2, which I never actually checked out, but this has prompted me to that keep... That just came out this year. Did it? It was that recent? X- Isn't that the most recent one? X-Men Destiny? Or is it X-Men... I don't know when X-Men, X-Men game Destiny that came out this out. year that was bad. Maybe it, maybe that was it. Here, let me see. I'm just going to check yeah, up on this X-Men I Destiny. I can't check from where I'm at. Okay. Uh, September 2011, so kind of recent. But okay. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's kind of, apparently that company is pretty much on its last legs anyway, uh, but yeah, the additional cost of having to do this is definitely not going to help at all, so basically Silicon Knights is done, um, they've made some good games in the past, uh, you know, I, I, I did really enjoy Eternal Darkness, and, uh, I did not enjoy Too Human, but at least it was trying to do something, I don't know, apparently it's combat system may have been the forerunner to what Arkham Asylum eventually got right in terms of dudes sliding to different guys to keep cool combo chains going. Okay. Yeah, no, I have a copy. I just never played it. Yeah, I booted it up and just was immediately put off by the cutscenes and the narrative and stuff, but I don't know. It's supposed to be like Diablo. But anyway, uh, main reason I wanted to bring this up is because the podcast I was listening to while I was playing Curiosity was the one-up interview with Dennis Dyack from 2008. Okay. Like, the kind of consensus has been like, oh man, he, he's pretty crazy. You know, that guy's kind of losing it or whatever, and you can kind of hear it in that podcast. I think he's just kind of, like, he definitely sounds a little manic or whatever, but he's just kind of stressing over the, like, the way consoles are right now in terms of multiple consoles competing against each other, and he feels like for this industry to really succeed, there needs to be a one-console future. And I don't necessarily disagree, it was kind of interesting. Like, I actually like the podcast. It's one up yours. It's from uh, 2008. I'm going to say around January, I think it was. It, uh, no, maybe it was March. It was around GDC time. But, yeah, uh, check it out. Just just find that podcast if you want to hear his thoughts on it. Um, you get to kind of hear a pretty thoughtful guy kind of poorly express a really big idea, and I thought it was actually pretty neat. And there's more thoughts going on there than some may say. But, yeah, that that's that's all. Um, so kind of we wouldn't consider handhelds consoles, right? Hmm. Handhelds consoles. I, I guess like they, those would be two separate things. They do kind of bring up like cell phone stuff and whatever. But this was as of two thousand eight. This conversation, so it's a little behind the times in terms of what happened. But I don't know. Not not in the way he's talking, really. No. Why? Okay, Why just, is that? Well I, well, I was just trying to think if I would want one console, and, you know, it would be the PC, right? Well, the, yeah, PC, he's saying, like, is kind of the one example that could happen, but it, it's there's no standards for it. So, basically, here here's the thing I thought was interesting that he was saying. Um, you know how, 
like you like basically he was comparing it to DVD stuff in movies. So you go down to the store, anyone buys a DVD, they know they can watch it. Whereas right. it was an issue we would have in retail a lot where people would kind of come up to us and be like, so can I play that Mario game on the 360? And we would kind of just laugh at them because, like, that's obviously wrong. But at the same time, like, they want to play the game and they can't because they basically need to buy multiple movie-playing machines or whatever. Like, that's kind of silly in in some way, right? Like, we've sure, gotten used when you're to comparing it. it to DVDs. Yeah, yeah like... So I'm thinking, like, you know, he might be right, like, 20 to 30 years from now, we'll have gotten over all this stuff, and it'll be, like, just creative talents drive game making. So it's no right. longer... But if you even want to relate it to movies, I would say movies are almost getting it backwards now, because we're clearly moving towards, like, an all-streaming future. Yeah, yeah. And you get to the point where it's like, well, I want to watch this movie, which service do I need to subscribe to? to get access to it, because no one service has everything. Right, because of licensing deals and stuff. So it's Exactly, still and like, it gets even worse with, like, TV. It's like, well, if I want this show, do I need to have cable and then be subscribing to this show so I can have your internet ser- uh, streaming service? Yeah. Like, it's, it's so it's almost like devices, DVDs right? had it, Yeah. now they're slowly losing it. The, the thing, like, I was kind of looking at it was more going back some years to, like camera manufacturers when movies were being made. You know, like, it's like, oh, dude, this one's in, like, CinemaScope, so you gotta shoot it with that. And it's just like, at some point, no one cared about that anymore, and it was just like, dude, whatever. Like, creative writers and directors will make interesting movies using whatever, and we'll watch it at every movie theater, or watch it on any TV, because we just want to see it. So, I guess you're right, though, there's still kind of ways of limiting people's access to that that content, but because of kind of the internet, it's kind of making those boundaries less and less strict. And I just, I would think if we only had one console, like let's say it is the PC, Mm -hmm. I think we would still get that problem, because let's say, let's say everyone developed for the PC, so Microsoft was just a software developer, Nintendo was just software developer, Yeah. and then Microsoft's like, well we want to do the Kinect, so then it would just turn into this, hey, can I play this Avengers game? And it's like, well you have the system, but it's not going to work unless you buy this other peripheral. So it's just going to turn into, if you want the bonus, which basically each console is is boiling down to, what's the difference this one has? Yeah. You know, the Wii U will have its tablet controller. You know, the PS3 has its Move if you want that. Mm-hmm. Or, and then the 360 has its Connect, and it's just going to turn into a different version of, well, you're going to need this accessory for the one machine. Right. It's kind of neat. They did, like, again, because it was 2008, like, it was kind of them hypothesizing, but they they did talk about the Wii Remote, and then they're just like, but you could easily make something exactly like that for PlayStation 3, was his argument, and he was right, because the move did come out, right? Right. So and it's you like, could, if I'm saying you could easily make that out, stuff for the PC, yeah. but you would still need to purchase that, so it's still going to turn into, yes, you have the box that this game goes into, but you still can't play it unless you buy this specific add-on. So instead of the differentiator being, we need to have the Microsoft box, it's no, you just need to now have the Microsoft peripheral. So I well, think it would just turn, change into a, like a cheaper version a, of what we have. A cheaper version. Like, yeah, what he was saying was kind of there'd be one standard that would then kind of evolve every few years as something new gets adopted. So it'd just be like, there's one box, but then, yeah, like, say Nintendo comes up with this crazy new way to interface with it, and they'd be like, you know what? That is awesome. And then it would become a permanent part of that new thing. And then people would get See, it. See, I don't know that. if I would want that specifically, because then it, like, it would just turn into, well, so every game needs to, all developers need to spend, you know, an extra three months making sure that Wii remotes work for it, and then, you know, a year later, they need to spend an additional three months making sure Connect works with it? Well, or are it they just going like, to ignore that and then what's the point? If it's truly better, right? Like, it, it's, it's an interesting notion, but yeah, you're right. Like, but he's saying, like, because the console manufacturers right now kind of control everything, they can kind of be like, here's a broken peripheral called Connect. No, you have to deal with it, you know, and there's nothing you sure. can do. Whereas if but, it's well, like, no, there is something you can do. You can choose not to buy it. Yeah, that's true. But, like, yeah, I guess so. So And then it just, and even if you backfire. can't choose to buy it, like, let's say the next Xbox comes with a built-in Kinect, mm-hmm. regardless of it, whether it's working or not, then you get to decide, well, the new, you know, Gears of War uses this Kinect. I really want to play it, so I'm going to just have to, you know, 
play with the Connect. If I am at a point where it's like, no, the Connect is bad, I'm not going to use it, well, then you've made up your mind that you're not going to play the new Gears of War. That was on you. Right. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, it, he, he, there, it goes on multiple different points of view and different stuff, and it, it is kind of manic, but it, it, and it's kind of dated, but I still thought it was an interesting conversation. But yeah, we shouldn't rehash all of it right here. Right. But uh, no, and just the one thing because I mentioned handhelds, I just wanted why I mentioned that. Yeah. Um, because I don't know if I would want one specific handheld because like, I, you got I, you could argue the Vita is doing a lot of what the, you know the DS was with its touchscreen and whatnot. Yeah. And you know most things are now using the touchscreen, but you know the DS was such a different thing that I really liked that I had. You know I like DS. When, you know, powerful and great DS games are great because they're on the DS. Mm -hmm. And I liked that. And I don't know if I want a machine that has, like, everything packed into it. Right. I think specifically, like, he's coming from the perspective of a developer, too. So he's saying, like, it would be so much easier for us not to have to worry about picking the right horse to back and stuff like that if we could just make a creative thing for the thing. And then it would be in front of a maximum amount of people. And that's why, and you know, I would say a lot of developers are doing that now, because console exclusives are almost irrelevant anymore. Yeah, like, it's kind of weird seeing how much has changed since 2008 when they had the conversation, but yeah, like, the third parties kind of did start really taking over again in some ways. Like, Black Ops just came out yesterday, and I'm sure it's going to do extremely well. On everything. Yeah, and that's not, you know, Sony and Microsoft just kind of have to deal with, you know, Activision. And, And now it's become more of an arms race for downloadables and DLC because, you know, Microsoft always gets their, like, first six months of Call of Duty DLC is exclusive to them. Right. And I think indies have kind of a weird amount of power, too, if they do it right. Like, Minecraft kind of came out of nowhere and has just sold 8 million copies or whatever. So, you know, you can still kind of take over. And one kind of nice thing about indies is because they're so small, it's almost like the console developers don't care enough to you know, get the exclusive on you. Yeah. So they tend to come out everywhere. Plants vs. Zombies is literally everywhere. Right. Super Meat Boy is, was almost on everything when it was first coming out. Mm-hmm. And he got pulled back a bit. But stuff like that where it's like, you're so under the radar, I don't care. But that's almost a benefit for them because now they can be wherever they want. Right. And I thought that was kind of a neat thing, like, in terms of, like, his standard thing. Like, oh, this won't run on my PC because it's Crisis. But if you're doing an indie game, it's just like, well, as long as you make this so it could work on something like eight years old, like Minecraft or whatever, it's fine. Well, I don't know if that needs to specifically be an indie game. It just so happens that a lot of indie games are very tech but on the low end. Right. So but it that can does work, almost but... make them more universally like applicable because people know they can play it. Right. But that I would say that is the issue with the PC is you do need to constantly upgrade this, whereas the one nice thing about consoles that I specifically do like is, is I know if I get this, I can play the game. Right. They, they did no matter how that long advantage, it is. too, of there being a standard graphical expectation or whatever, and it, it can be met every time. Uh, they also talk about the possibility of the internet being the new thing, like as long as bandwidth gets big enough for everybody, like, that could be a platform in and of itself, and that kind of inst- like foreshadowed what happened with Facebook and what's still happening. So sure, and didn't on, is this kind of like on live, like streaming game stuff? Well, it, they it's, they just died. So. That that didn't. Yeah, but people even around that failure are kind of like, I think this is just ahead of its time. Like, give this a few more years, and internet sure. being more like widespread, high speed. And Sony has their own version of that, or something just purchased. Yeah, like in yeah. cloud based stuff and all that stuff. Like, I think that that could make a case for the same thing as well. But anyway, anyway. Uh, yeah, they touch on a lot of stuff. It's kind of neat to see, so I, I'd recommend listening to that. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, just play Eternal Darkness again and feel bad about that whole thing. Um, okay, moving over to cinema. Uh, briefly, just a little announcement that just happened. Um, Tom Hardy of Dark Knight Rises fame and also other films, like uh, Star Trek Nemesis, for example. Inception. Inception. That was That was a good one. This means war, though. Not good, so don't watch it. Don't, don't oh, I watch doubt, it. I'm pretty sure it's not good. Yeah, it, it was not a good movie. Um, but anyway, hopefully what will turn out to be a good movie, uh, Splinter Cell is being adapted to a film, and Tom Hardy is Sam Fisher. So, yay? I, I guess. That I could don't... work, maybe? He's a tough, tough dude. He's been isn't, tough. What, okay, what is, isn't it just like James Bond at this point? Like he's an agent? He's I'd, a, I'd say it's more like salty born. 
you know, like angry born. That's more what they're really? doing. Really? That's that's the differentiator. Is he's angry now? He's he's angry instead of like you know he forgets stuff. Right? He's amnesiatic. Okay. Right. So he's he's a little. And there's more... four Bo- born movies. So yeah. Although that last one was really terrible. So you know. But I guess also the whole Tom Clancy mold, like they've made movies based on that before, so that name might generate some attention too. I'm not. Sure. I'm not saying I'm personally excited. I'm just you know he's he's a decent actor. It it could be a thing that works out. I'm gonna keep my excitement chips on the Assassin's Creed table. Okay, and you know I watched that Silent Hill movie and everything too. So when a video game movie comes out, I tend to at least be curious. So, sure. Yeah. Um, and a good bit of news, uh, coming up in, I guess, a week, uh, Walking Dead Episode 5 is going to happen. The last one, the finale of this season. Uh, so if, you, yeah. if you're playing on PlayStation, that's on the 20th, uh, it's the 21st for me and Sean. And for everything else, including the European version of the PlayStation Network. Right. How far behind is the iOS versions? Is that still like a month? They're about, they're usually like, um... An episode behind? Like an episode behind. However, I think for just came out last week or, or a week or two ago. Okay. I think about two weeks ago it just came out. No, no, I'm going to say one week it came out ago. So they caught up a bit with four. Um, and they did specifically mention uh, iOS when, with this announcement, so I think these they're going to hit at the same point. Okay. Um. Oh, man. I didn't notice this, this story was on this list as well. Apparently the Nintendo Power Office officially closed as of today, this recording. The fourteenth, yeah, they yeah. Clo- that's they're done. So I guess that last one is is off to the printers. Like those, you know, those boxes are full of broken dreams, and they took them home. Man, All right. I'm pretty sure they would probably have been taking them home for about a year or so now. Like it's magazines. Was anyone there really thinking this is going to last me my rest of my future? Yeah, no, that would have been short sighted. So. But yeah, that's sad, but I guess that's... Well, it's not the final chapter, because we will be purchasing the final chapter, so... Yes, okay. Okay, let's go on to questions, uh, the last segment of the show. Yeah, let's do it, we got a couple. Is this question from someone named B, or... That's, that's their Twitter handle, so... Alright, this is from B... Uh, are you getting a Wii U at launch, and what launch games are you interested in? Okay, hang on. Just before we get into this, because we forgot this last week. Okay. If you want to send in a question. Oh, yeah, yeah. Topdownperspective uh, at gmail.com is the email address. You can mm-hmm. find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash topdownperspective, I believe. Or Twitter, as you know, these two people sent in today. That's at TDP Podcast. So send okay. in your questions. Um, so why don't, you, why don't you reread the question again? Sorry for interrupting. Yeah, um, are any of you getting Wii launch, Wii U at launch, and what launch games are you interested in? Um, you've already got one pre-ordered. So I got, I got sure one pre-ordered one. shipping any day now to me. John has one pre-ordered, I think, at the store, and you're you... sitting in line. So we got all three tiers of it. Yeah, I, I, I want that, you know, lineup experience again, because that was one of my favorite things about doing that. So I just asked at the Walmart today what their plans were, and apparently it's just, you know, hey, we open at 7, so be here before 7. So I guess I'll do that. So what time do you think you're going to show up? 5? Because normally 7 o'clock is when you go to bed, right? Yeah, I've had a pretty weird past couple weeks of So what's your plan? I think I'm going to have to try to readjust my sleep schedule before that happens. Okay. Um, You have, like, less than a week. Yeah, I know. That that if you do it right, it only takes three days to get you back on the horse. Okay. But it's really hard to do. But um I'll try to figure that out. If not, I'll just stay up past that point, sleep all day, and then go to the James Murphy concert. So You could just, you know, take like a like a four hour nap. I could take a four hour nap. We'll we'll see. But I, I wanna go to that concert. He's from L C D sound system. I don't know. I'm just saying that would help you stay up until the next night. Right. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But yes, I plan to line up and, and pick it up. In terms of launch games I'm interested in, I was just looking at the list before the show to see if the ones I was really keen on are coming out. None of them are on day one. So for me, I guess like it's New Super Mario Bros. just by default because right. that's a thing. Because Nintendo. 
yeah, and like playing it online ostensibly could be really fun. And 1080p Mario, right? Like that should be cool. Sure. Um, and then for me, like I'm still I'm curious about Zombie U. I want to see more about it. Like at, at E3, that was one of the ones that had a lot of potential, but I still want to kind of hear some verdicts on it and some thoughts on it to see if sure. And you're also getting Nintendo stuff. Land. Well, yeah, I'm getting the deluxe, so I'll have that to play with. Sure. And I'm hoping they do, yeah, just some kind of online apps and goofy things. So. Well, you're gonna get a, a Wii TV or UTV. Mm-hmm. Which you'll be able to control your TV with that thing. Yeah, TV with yep. two eyes. Yep. So, there you go. But yeah, we're all three of us here. are getting it, so I guess this time next week we should be talking about it. Yeah, we'll have some Wii. I'm excited. For you. I'm kind of yeah, I'm kind of keen on the idea of having a weird little tablet thing and like Nintendo Online stuff. And I'm just we'll excited, see. you know, new consoles again because it's yeah. been handhelds for the last few years of getting new ones, which those mm-hmm. are great, but like. Just it's been a long time since I've been like, look, I got a new console. I'm plugging this into the TV. It's been six years. It's been a, it's been a while. So. Has it been, I don't think it's been six for me. But okay, well, 2006. Like my newest one would have been. I got my latest console would have been the PlayStation Three Slim. Oh, okay, yeah. If you were if you were later to that, party. which would have been. Oh wait, yeah. I guess technically then years. I picked up my PS3 in 07. So. Yeah, it's okay. been five mine would have been oh nine. So that so but it's you know, it's been like three, four years almost for me, so Yeah. Um but okay. Yes, we're all getting it. Um did you have some games, like just the Nintendo and Nintendo Land and stuff like that? I had nothing pre ordered, so this Sunday, because since mine's coming in the mail, I'll probably be a few days late. Uh right. this Sunday I'll probably go out to the store and pick up Mario. Um and then just, you know, go from there. Uh, um, it, it won't be hard to find Mario. Uh I'm so. sure they're shipping a good number of those. Yeah, it's the it's the big title. Um, despite it kind of being re the same thing, like it's still gonna sell a lot. You know. Oh, for sure. But, yeah. Uh, a follow up question also from B. Uh, are you considering getting the Wii U versions of any multi platform games like Assassin's Creed Three, for example, or I guess Batman and stuff like that, or Darksiders is also coming. Uh, out. I'm no. I am. I'm still you know playing that playing gonna play those games on my 360. Yeah. Um, unless. Like I can't. I'm not sure. I have if they do something cool with that tablet. Maybe it would have to be pretty cool to take me off my 360, though. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. Like I, I hadn't really thought about it, but just yesterday I was listening to Giant Bomb's discussion about Black Ops 2, and like Jeff Gersman said some really cool stuff about the campaign. So maybe that would be a weird excuse to check out some bells and whistles on the Wii U. But I don't know. Wouldn't you rather just get that on your PS3 or your? You, or, well, you can't do PC, but... Nah, I can't really do PC for that one. Your PS3? But, like, just to see the new... Like, what did they do? You know, maybe you can write on a map or something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, like I said, it would have to be something really That's a very fringe maybe case, and, again, I'll read into it before I get like, it. Like, Scribblenauts some... is something I probably would get the Wii U one over the PC one, maybe. Right. Because of the, you know, interface for typing and stuff, or... Well, no, it would have a worse interface for typing, but you can actually draw <laughs> and uh, just maybe because it's right in my hands. Right. I don't know. But generally speaking, not really. But, yeah, and same. I did hear some kind of negative things about Arkham City specifically, like just the port looking a little weird. I just, I also just don't want to play Arkham City all the way through again. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Um, all right, this this next question is from Brooke, um, or two questions. Who runs the Twitter for TDP? Uh, who, who is that? Who, who it's does primarily that? me, Sean. I tweet at it sometimes, but I have. But you I have it on your phone. It. You can tweet through it if you want. You're oh yeah, it's on, it's on my tweet deck or whatever. But yeah, um, but okay. Favorite Metal Gear Solid character? Go! Oh man, I guess Raiden because he was cool in four. I I don't really Raiden, care because he's cool in four. I I like Boss. Like I, I like both Big Boss and the Boss. They're really great characters. Um, basically a lot of the cast of three, like young, uh. Ocelot is pretty cool. So okay. I'm going to say that as well. Basically, like, yeah, the cast of Metal Gear Solid 3 are pretty awesome. But if I had to choose one dude, I guess I'd go with Big Boss. So I'm pretty excited about Ground Zeroes. I'm that one guy, apparently, that has unreserved excitement for that game. Awesome. Next one's from Oranges on Ice. What is your opinion on the character development on Frog Fractions? Do you think the developer did a great job? Um, I don't is know. It, is this real, or are you just... No, this is a real question from a Twitter person because I was saying how great the game was on Twitter and they were okay. incredulous. Um, in terms of character development, 
that character goes on quite a journey if you play the whole game. So I'm going to say yes, the developer did do a pretty great job, considering the modest form of that game that appears initially. So yeah, there you go. Sean, I'm, I'm sorry. really answer this. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, you should... Ah, Alright. I won't, I won't nag you. You don't need to play it. But I like it. Um, last question, Last question, which I probably should plan this better. Uh, what's the integral of cos to the power of x? Or, no, cos x to the power of 2. It's a math question. Uh, I don't know. See, the only observation... I don't know either, but I thought it was integer... But I don't know either. I'm not a math expert. So. Wait, you think the answer is the word integer? No, I'm saying I'm not sure his question even makes sense. Like no, integral is a word. Yeah, that's a that's a thing you look for in a cos type business. You can. Okay. Yeah, I haven't done any graphing calculator type business in quite some years, so I just have no idea. Um. So yeah, sorry about that, Zachary. You'll have to use a calculator, I guess. Um. Games of the week, Sean. What's games your, what's of the your week? Pick? Right. Um. Professor Layton. All right, Pretty the miracle man, right there. Yeah, I'm like I'm not saying this just to troll you. I actually really like Frog Fractions. No, I know so. you did, and that's fine. Okay. You're you are more than welcome to. Okay, it's not my thing. So fair enough. So I'm I'm gonna say yeah, Frog Fractions. Um, have have fun with that. Uh, check it out on the internet, Twin Beard. Um, and yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, that's that's it for November 14th. Sorry, John couldn't join us. Uh, he had stuff going on. Um, but we'll talk to him next week post Wii U launch. So get ready that'll be that. exciting. I am very excited for the Wii U. Yeah, as um, previously stated. Yes. So stay tuned for that. And See you, Atlas. See you later.